This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, November 1st, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. The fiscal cliff is coming. Tax rate increases that threaten to starve a sluggish economic recovery. Former Obama advisor Pete Orzak has an idea to fix it. Cut every American taxpayer a check to deal with the coming rate increases. But that won't deal with the real problem, according to Dan Mitchell, senior fellow at the Cato Institute. There's good news and bad news in what Orzag is proposing. The good news is that he recognizes that it's not going to be good for the economy for taxes to automatically increase next year. The bad news is he's looking at the whole thing from a Keynesian perspective, uh, and he thinks that just giving everyone a a rebate check or a refund check – Uh, will be somehow offset the damage of higher marginal tax rates. Well, the reason higher marginal tax rates hurt the economy is not that government's taking money out of our pockets. I mean, that's no fun. But it's discouraging people from working, saving, and investing by altering the trade-off between work and leisure, between saving and consumption. That's the key thing that you don't solve with Keynesian tax rebates. There's no substitute for low marginal tax rates in terms of trying to minimize the destructive impact of the tax system. The fiscal cliff is a bit of a misnomer because a lot of uh, business people, a lot of people who are doing this all-important investment in the economy have been looking down the road and making their decisions uh, well before the fact about how they're going to plan for the future. I guess perhaps it's a fiscal steep slope or something like that because, yes, uh, obviously everyone out there has to make decisions on how likely they think it Uh, it is that their tax rates will increase next year. We're not talking trivial tax increases either. Uh, The double tax on dividends is going to jump from 15% to as high as 44%. Uh, Now, some of that's the built-in tax increase in Obamacare that would take place anyhow. Uh, On capital gains, we're going from 15% to uh, 23, 24%. Uh, Everyone's focused on the higher income tax rates uh, for for the top bracket. Uh, We're going uh, up to 39.6% from 35%. Uh, But again, the key thing to understand is why do lower tax rates help? They don't help the economy because we have more money in our pockets. That's the fringe benefit. The reason lower tax rates help an economy is because we're lowering the marginal tax rate on productive economic behavior. And Orzag's idea of just giving us all a check from the government isn't going to change the fact that our decision to work more, save more, and invest more will be negatively affected uh, if uh, Obama lets these tax increases go through. What you're saying, what Orzag is saying, and what the White House has been saying seems like to be a fundamental disconnect between uh, you know, what causes an economy to grow. Uh, what 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 argument is uh, people like Orzag or economists within the White House, what arguments are they making? There is a fundamental disconnect because the people in the White House are Keynesians. Orzag's a Keynesian. Uh, they look at tax policy solely through the prism of is there money in your pockets that you as a consumer will go out and spend like a good little Keynesian? Uh, now, it's not just Obama and Orzag. Uh, this was exactly what we got out of Bush in 2001 with his tax rebate. So, Republicans oftentimes fall into this same trap. What you really want is what's sometimes called supply-side economics, but is really nothing more than just conventional microeconomic price theory. You want to look at the relative price of working versus not working, the relative price of saving versus consumption. We all agree, or at least we should all agree, that you get more economic output, you get more economic growth when people decide it's better to work than to not work, and when they decide it's better to save and invest rather than consume. These are the behaviors 
that drive long-term economic growth. And I think even the Keynesians understand that at some conceptual level, at least in the long run, but in the short run, they're very focused on this notion of aggregate demand, how much money uh, are consumers spending, how much money is the government spending. Uh, they want the government to always prime the pump, as they say. What are some other proposals that are floating out there in terms of how to deal with uh January 1, 2013. There are all sorts of scenarios out there, but they're largely driven by what people think is going to happen in the election. Will it be Obama uh, throughout the next four years? Will we have Romney beginning next January uh, 20th? Uh, will Republicans hold the House? Will Democrats hold the Senate? Uh, I think what we're really talking about, though, is whether or not the tax rates on the upper income taxpayers, the small businesses, the entrepreneurs, the investors, will those tax rates increase and will the double taxation on dividends and capital gains, will that go up? For the most part, uh, for average people, uh, both Obama and Romney and pretty much everybody on Capitol Hill is saying extend their tax rates. Uh, now, that sounds good. If you're a middle class person, your tax rates probably won't go up regardless. But if you want more economic growth, if you want more job creation, if you want more investment in the economy, then we should also care about what happens to tax rates for those so-called evil rich people as well. Dan Mitchell is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org. 